0: You're listening to the Manverse Podcast with your host, Tom Traplin, and this is session number 91. For the past three months, I've been working on putting together the very first LGS Success Summit, and now it's official. The LGS Success Summit is an interactive virtual conference where, over the course of three days, we're hosting 18 sessions from some of the most successful game store owners in North America discover new strategies and tools you can use to grow your business in 2020 and beyond and it's happening November 14th to 16th and the best part is it's free to attend live you can get your free ticket by going to lgssuccesssummit.com and register now to secure your spot it's free to attend live but the broadcast software is limited so be sure to sign up now and for those of you who are thinking oh that sounds awesome but i don't think i might have i might not have the time to watch everything you know i hear you Matt is why you have the option of purchasing an all access pass that will give you access to all the recordings, audio, and video after the event is over. And it also comes with a lifetime membership to the Manaverse Network, which is where you'll be able to find all the content from the Summit, as well as connect with fellow game store owners and publishers to keep the conversation going. Go to lgssuccesssummit.com to register today, and I'll see you at the Summit. The Manaverse Podcast is also supported by Honeycomb Credit. Honeycomb Credit is here to support your small business during these uncertain times. As a leader in crowdfunded small business loans, Honeycomb gives you the opportunity to raise community capital from your customers, fans, and the network of Honeycomb investors. Sign up and get connected with one of their funding experts by going to maniversagacom forward slash Honeycomb. If you are a local game store owner in need of funding, working with Honeycomb creates a way for your existing community to invest in the future of your business if you want to support the local game store in your area, let them know how Honeycomb Credit can help. Go to com forward slash honeycomb to sign up and get started today. All right, well, good morning. Good morning to uh, the handful of people who are currently watching live. Nice to see you. Nice to, well, at least sort of see you. Nice to see you in the chat, anyways. So, I know everyone's uh, highly anticipating the results of today but uh, I'm not going to talk about politics I'm here to talk about a particular story I wanted to this is something I've been kind of thinking about for quite a long time I've uh, this actually happened uh, last year prior to the whole uh, world kind of coming to an end for a little while but uh, yeah this is something I've kind of been bantering around for a while and I wanted to get to but never really had a chance to talk about it so I think this is a great time uh, to, uh, to give it a shot and also this is the first time that I'll be going live with this software and this is what we're going to be using for the Summit. So this is a good test run to see how this whole thing works and see all these little bells and whistles that we got going along with it. Uh, so let's jump in real quick. I've got a whole set of notes here. Uh, basically, the story is essentially I... Uh, prior to last Christmas, I want to say it was in October, November, around this time last year, uh star city put up a an ad that they wanted to uh to hire somebody for their marketing so i decided i'd give it a shot and see what they've uh, they've got going on and during the interview it was a i interviewed with pete and his crew and it was a uh, it was a it was a nice long interview and there was a a lot of interesting back and forth but in the process of the interview i wanted to uh, i wanted to to wow them and show them exactly what I would do if I were in their position if I were already the marketing manager I would take a look at all their stuff and kind of go over what uh like what they're doing well where they can improve and what's going on so that's what we're going to talk about I'm just going to just rip into uh well I'm not going to rip into what they are doing they're doing a great job obviously Star City is one of the biggest uh if not the absolute biggest Magic the Gathering businesses in the world other than Wizards which is actually a, a salient point during the conversation that we had so uh when I was going through the process the first thing I wanted to do was figure out where they were at so I started digging into all of their their current social media profiles I went into uh, I used a couple different tools to figure out where their SEO was Uh, for people don't know that's search engine optimization so uh, it's a measurement of like where you rank in Google where your website ends up right when people are searching for for search terms like Magic the Gathering and all that Uh, so the most important thing the most important thing when you're thinking about your marketing at the beginning is you have to know where you are you have to understand what your current position is and where you're where you're sitting in the mind of your prospect hopefully uh for star city the i'm sure most people know that star city games has a massive social following so like they had, they were doing great on facebook they had uh i can't remember the exact numbers but just from memory well over a hundred thousand followers which is fantastic as a lot of people on facebook they had uh Thousands and thousands of subscribers on YouTube because they did a lot of video content. Uh, most people probably think of Star City as like the content generation machine. They produce, well, no, it's not Star City exactly, but uh, they have a whole stable of writers that create content and articles and videos all the time, every day. That's one of the major reasons why Star City is kind of what they do. They're the, uh, for a magic player who's invested in the game who wants to do well who wants to to learn all the latest strategies and have the uh like the the highest level understanding of the new cards and all that star city's pretty much the place to go along with uh channel fireball and and face to face and and those others but there's not a it's not a coincidence that the three biggest internet retailers of magic the gathering all essentially do the same thing which is content marketing which is producing articles producing videos and that sort of thing there's a reason it's because it works and that's pretty much the main reason that they will rank in terms of organic uh, search rankings for Google and all that that's one of the big big assets they've got Uh, one thing I did notice and I remember Pete uh, remarking specifically about that was the I told him that they don't really have competitors in the same way that most local game stores have competitors, right? When you are the, it's a brick and mortar shop and you are competing with the other brick and mortar shops that are probably in your your, your city in the local area in the 10 to 15 mile radius, those are your competitors. For Star City, they didn't really have anything like that. There's, you know, Channel Fireballs up there in terms of uh, organic or uh, online retailer competitor, but their biggest competitor was actually Wizards themselves, which is kind of an odd, relationship because they are in some ways they are a huge player in the secondary market alongside markets like tcg player and all that but they have this weird relationship because they can kind of uh, they can kind of make the market themselves because in a lot of places we'll set the prices by star city and wizards knows that they just can't really acknowledge the secondary market in the same way that uh, some other companies can so that was an interesting dynamic is that when in terms of ranking in terms of marketing and, and online Star city is so big that when they when a customer or a potential customer searches for for magic cards they're competing directly with wizards as the creator of the game so they have to come up with different ways of kind of getting across that and improving and beating wizards in their own ranking algorithm which is uh, an interesting challenge uh, the one thing that was very interesting was that despite the fact that star city has, a hundred thousand crazy number of followers on facebook compared to the you know your average game store uh the amount of traffic going to their website was a tiny fraction coming from facebook coming from social media it was almost nothing it was less than five percent of all the traffic to their site was from facebook so despite having all those followers it doesn't really matter oh hello kieran uh, listening in from the uk thanks for the invite no problem thank you for tuning in i'm, I'm glad Jerry. i'm glad you're here uh yes so the uh that i thought was very interesting they they have this massive following but it's responsible for a very tiny amount of traffic going to their website and since star city is primarily a uh, internet retailer the the traffic going to their website is their business and if they're not getting traffic from social media there was a disconnect there as to why why would you have so many followers and have it not be a substantial portion of the amount of traffic that you're getting especially given the amount of content they put out on social media all the time should be driving tons of traffic The majority of their traffic was actually just straight-up direct. At the time, it was 67% of the amount of traffic that was going to the website was just people going and typing in StarCityGames.com or going through their bookmarks or something like that, just going straight to the website. So these are people who obviously know know Star City have been repeated customers or have been in the past or are considering being uh, customers. Uh, there's not a huge, like, that's great, but there's not a huge amount that you can really influence that. If people are already coming direct, you know, that's, you're already really number one in their mind, which is great. So uh, the other thing that I thought that was probably one of the major advantages that they could take, they could, uh, one major opportunities that they could take advantage of was the fact that their website was super fast. And this is not, this is maybe not necessarily something that every game store wants to think about. You know, when you uh, sign up for a service like Bluehost or GoDaddy or whatever you're hosting your website with, chances are you are probably taking up a. Um, you're not paying for the highest end hosting because that's a, it's a, a lot of money. And unless you're getting, you know, like Star City Games traffic where you're getting millions of, of hits over the course of a year, uh, it's probably not necessary either because the difference is usually, you know, your base level hosting plan, you're probably going to have a website that loads in 3, 4, 5, 6 seconds or something like that, which is not terrible. Uh, with Star City's uh, website, their speed was was super quick which is great because mostly people will not wait for your website to load that's one thing that uh, uh store owners should keep in mind if, a, if your site takes a long if your site takes like 10 seconds people are just going to bounce off especially organic traffic if people are looking for something in your uh think of christmas season right people are looking for games for their kids or something along those lines and they want to find something that they can buy if your site takes a long time there's a very good chance that they will just say ah, it's not worth it i'm just gonna go to amazon so it's just something to keep in mind uh with Star City, their site was incredibly quick because they were probably paying for the highest level of hosting for a dedicated server. Uh, not that everyone could do that, but that's that's what they were at. But the one thing that they did not have in place, and this was something that I brought up during the interview, that they had apparently been working on in the background, which was a, a nice little validation for me because I'm like, okay, obviously you know you know what you're doing, which is good. Uh, the problem was that their site wasn't mobile uh, friendly. So the the growing trend right now is that uh, more than half of internet traffic and it's every year it's going a little bit higher in terms of proportionality is through smartphones is through mobile phones so if your site doesn't look good on a smartphone there's a very good chance that people will just like if you can't interact with it if it's really small because the screen's small and it doesn't scale properly which is a which was a major problem with a lot of websites uh, even still a lot of older websites that were made Probably five, six, seven years ago, they aren't mobile responsive, so it's a really bad experience on mobile. And if you, if a, half your traffic, half the people who are finding you, are coming to you on their smartphone and they can't interact with your site and they can't buy things properly, and it's just it's a miserable experience, they're just going to leave and they're going to bounce away, and you're going to lose whatever opportunities or sales that were going to come that way. So the, one of the major things that they could have done was just optimizing their website so that it looked good, so it was responsive, just at a minimum. And then the other thing that I noticed was that from the outside, my impression of Star City Games was that they had two customer avatars. The first one was competitive slash tournament players. So obviously people who are, you know, going to the Star City Opens or who want who are aspiring to the, the Pro Tour, the Players Tour, uh, those are the people who are thinking, you know, like those are the guys who are coming in, or guys and girls who are coming in to uh, to check out the articles and they want to find out all the all the latest strategies and what are the hottest decks and that kind of thing. They're the ones who are uh, who are coming to the site to learn more to become better players and they're they're gonna hopefully buy cards from Star City. That's kind of the, the lead up to it, anyways. That's the funnel. Uh, the main main avatar was these invested tournament and competitive players, but then there the other side was they catered a lot to commander players. The one thing that I did notice was that there's almost no content for uh, novices, and this is I think this is fairly common for a lot of store owners as well. Is that uh, this is something I do want to talk about uh, a little bit later on. It's just that we don't tailor to new players. We don't really most I'm not saying all, but a lot of game stores will focus on people like themselves. A lot of the store owners will think I'm you know. I'm in the hobby I signed up to risk, especially with magic uh, magic players chances are the reason that you started the business was because that you were really enthusiastic about magic and you really liked it and you you were probably thought you were pretty good at it and you enjoyed playing in events and that sort of thing so it's uh, it's a different mindset because you start to think about yourself as your ideal customer which is not necessarily the case there are, there's there's a far greater number of people who have never played magic who might, be open to the concept and the experience and be really great customers and really like it. But if we never talk to them and we don't think about them as our customers, they're never going to become our customers. Right? So that was something that I felt like there was a huge opportunity for Star City to do that because they're so large. And if they created content that was geared more towards new players, more towards people who are just getting started and didn't know where to begin, instead of focusing on the already invested high level stuff, there were major opportunities there. So what I proposed when I went in, uh, those were just my uh, my initial analyses of where they were at the moment. There was a few things that I thought that they could really do uh, considerably better. And they've, in the meantime, since they've done that, obviously, like their site has been updated. I don't know if, if uh, you guys have checked it out recently, but or if you remember the difference between last year and uh, the current uh, iteration of the website. The website is has been updated. It's now mobile friendly. They've they've ad- adapted uh, some of the changes that I actually originally proposed, and it's 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 much nicer. It's still at the same speed, but it's probably not losing the same number of people who were uh, who were bouncing off back at the at the time last year. The first thing that I noticed, and this is something I'm going to talk about at the summit uh, more in depth, is the fact that Star City did almost did, I don't know if you remember, but the old version of Star City used to have a tiny top bar at the top of the screen that was a little email sign up. So, You know, you could sign up here for our newsletter sort of thing. Uh, I'm going to take a guess. I don't know exactly what the numbers are because I didn't see what their back end dashboard looks like, but I would assume that they probably had a tiny, tiny, like less than 1% fraction of people who were signing up for that through that uh, top bar. So their email list other than people who are per- making a purchase and signing up and, and registering their email, their email list for people who are coming to the site and just, you know, browsing. Maybe it was the first time there uh, tiny numbers of people were signing up for that, despite the fact that they were getting an incredible highly high amounts of traffic. And that's just a massive missed opportunity because your email list is probably one of your most important marketing assets that you can have. Because the idea is you want to be able to control the communication that you have with people and, Generally speaking, and this is this speaks to the fact that their social media traffic was so low. The problem is when you know you have people on Facebook or you have people on YouTube or whatever the case may be. The only, only a tiny fraction of the number of people will actually see anything that you put out. And this is you know like I, I deal with this as well. There's a tiny like it's the amount of people that will see your Facebook post is something under two percent on average of whatever the number of people who are liking your pages and unless you can get a large amount of engagement that actually kind of like promotes it the algorithm believes that uh that people are enjoying it and they like it the vast majority of your posts the vast majority of the content that you put out on social media gets gets almost nothing in terms of reach people won't even see it it's not even gonna hit the newsfeed because there's so much competing for that space email is the one it's not as good as it used to be 10 15 years ago but it's still a very powerful tool that almost nobody is using to communicate with their customers. And it's the one thing, it's probably one of the very best things that you have complete control over. Once you, if you have the email list and you have someone's permission to communicate with them and say that, you know, they are interested, they like your stuff, they like what you do, whatever the case may be, maybe they've purchased from you in the past. those Those are the best people to have a connection with and email is the easiest way to facilitate that. So for Star City, the, the first thing i was saying is that you need to get better at doing this because there's no reason for them not to uh, submit their email. And a lot of times if people are reading the articles and they're going through all these things and they're, they're kind of getting to know the, the players and the writers and Star City is a business, they're probably going to be very interested in, in buying cards from them at some point in the future. They're probably going to be interested in any promotions that they have or anything like that. And they're just not going to know about it if they don't get on your email list. So you have to be more proactive at getting people on on your list. And the first thing you can do is just make it less, less inconspicuous, right? Like the fact that it's right at the top and it's just this little bar and there's nothing going on. If they were really serious about it, what they should do is make it much more prominent. Please sign up here. We'll give you a, um, like, you know, sign up for a free discount, 5% off or something along those lines. That will have a massive uptake in terms of the number of people who are joining their list every single day. And the... Like I said, this is probably one of the most important things that they could do. And I know when they did update the site, that's exactly what they did do. They made it more prominent. They made it much more uh, much a focus of what they were doing every single day. Uh, that is something that pretty much every store can take away from, is that your email list and building this communication, this permission list of people that want to talk to you and, and like your stuff and, and like your products and like like buying from you, they want to hear from you. Use your uh, Use email use it properly, and make it a priority, especially for your website. You can. There are tons of tools, and I'll, I'll go over them real quick uh, near the end, as to how you can set that up and make it really easy to collect someone's email address. And it doesn't cost you too much. And in many instances, it costs you literally nothing. And if you really want to amp it up, you can always offer a little bit extra to get someone's email list. And this is also something you can do offline as well. If you want somebody to uh, to give you an email list or their email address, it's really easy to just ask sometimes you just you know if you notice that somebody's uh somebody's in there or they're up to the till and they're making a purchase you just build that into your sales process when you're ringing somebody out so you know do you is it possible are you interested in uh, hearing more from us because we got some sales going on or whatever the case may be uh would you like to to sign up for our email list and you know we're not gonna we're not gonna spam you or anything like that we're just gonna send you the stuff that we think will you'll be the most interested in and you can get a huge number of sales and repeat customers just by doing that so that's a, a strategy that they definitely needed to focus on, and I think they've, they've done a, a better job of doing it, but it's probably still one of the biggest, uh, one of the lowest hanging fruits that almost everyone could take advantage of. Another opportunity that I saw was uh, Facebook ads. The From what I could tell, and at the time, uh, you can check this out yourself, actually. Uh, Facebook now in the last like 18 months or so has introduced a tool called the Facebook Ad Library where you can check every any page that you end up on there's a button that'll show you uh any ads that they're running at the time so if you're curious and you're you wanted to see what uh what people are doing in terms of advertising on facebook you can check any business any page and see what's going on you can just go find that on, on their page but like i said facebook organic reach is brutally low minimal even with a hundred thousand two hundred thousand followers only a fraction of a percent of these of your posts are going to be seen by anybody at any given time the way facebook works is you have to pay to play If you want to use Facebook to build your business, you have to be willing to spend some money on it. It's just kind of the sad truth. It didn't used to be like that originally. There's a, I've got a bit of a a love hate relationship with Facebook in that regard. I'm not a fan of some of their practices in the past, but that's the situation right now. That is the platform where the vast majority of your customers already are. And if you want to get a hold of them and get their attention, then that's the way to do it is to, to advertise and at the time, I believe Star City wasn't really doing much in terms of advertising. It was all just organic content based, which obviously was great. But there's that, that means that there's a huge opportunity for them to just spend not even like a crazy amount of money. You can do a lot with five bucks a day on Facebook ads, especially if you know who your audience is and you know you target them properly. And you, you set up a reasonably in, engaging, interesting uh, ad instead of just being like, hey, buy my stuff. Hey, buy my stuff. If you give them a little bit, a little bit extra, you can get a ton of reach, and you can get a lot of traffic and a lot of good interaction and sales from Facebook ads, as long as you make them uh, uh, reasonably interesting. So there's a huge opportunity for them to do that. The other thing that obviously, like I talked about, was the website overhaul. Uh, just by, uh, just by improving the website, and not even the the speed, but by making it mobile friendly, one of the biggest benefits for them. And one of the things that they were they were hoping to focus on was SEO. They wanted to have higher rankings in Google for all of the relevant keywords. You know, anytime a new magic set was released, it's super important for Star City to be at the top. You know, you, you want to be page one, you want to be rank, first rank, which is why I was saying that they're competing with Wizards. You know, when Wizards releases a new set, they're probably going to be the most authoritative source for Google to refer to. So they're probably going to be on page one. They're probably going to be in the first, uh, first or second slot but Star City wants to be right below them. That would be the ideal for them. People are looking for the newest set. Here's where you buy the newest set, right? You buy it from Star City or whoever. Any game store obviously wants to be right up there if they can be. They needed uh, an SEO boost. They needed to get up there and not being mobile friendly was holding them back because that's one of the major factors that Google looks for in terms of rankings. Uh, They want to know that the person who's going to click through is going to have a good experience on the other side so if they're searching for uh you know whatever the latest magic set is at the time uh let's say commander legends or something like that if they're searching for that set and that's what somebody types into google and they have a bad experience and like they bounce off quickly or something like that which is a bounce uh the bounce factor is something that wizards looks at as well they'll push them down gradually over time so they'll end up losing whatever rankings they had by overhauling the website, they would automatically get an SEO boost. They would also get a conversion rate boost because a good experience on your site will just naturally increase the number of people who make it to a checkout, especially for like uh, Star City, obviously a huge number of their sales are coming through the internet. That a tiny fraction of like an increase of one or 2% in terms of conversion rate could be tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars of sales over the course of a year. So major, major gains. It's a, for them, that was a big project overhauling a website especially one as old and as venerable as Star City that uh, like they had probably hundreds of thousands of pages they I imagine probably when they got started that was all custom built cuz uh, Star City had been around well before there were uh, e-commerce options like Shopify and Square and all that other stuff that's uh, available now so they had to do everything from scratch or they had to to move everything over manually that was a big operation i wasn't a uh, as the marketing manager, I wouldn't have been able to say, "Okay, we're going to go do this," because that's that wouldn't be under my purview. But that was definitely something that uh, they could easily take advantage of, or like at least it would be a simple step—a very complex undertaking, but simple. The next thing that I wanted to to talk about was the customer avatar, specifically, and like I I talked about that a bit about the uh, the new player as a uh, a completely missed opportunity for game stores and Star City in general. Is that we think of magic players as a general uh pool of existing players right there's you know there's the the psychographics there's the johnnies and the spikes and the timmies and all that but there's a finite pool of magic players who are playing the game right now who are who are invested there they've already they've purchased uh cards in the past they are uh I don't know if there's a better word, other than invested. They, they understand the game. They spend their money. It's not even a question of whether or not they're going to. It's just how much are they going to spend and what can they budget and all that other stuff. There is a much greater pool, though, of people who have never heard of magic cards, who who don't know the game and don't understand it and, and just have never been exposed to it yet, but have the proclivity to become magic players. And then there's the even larger mainstream pool of people who have never heard of the game and, and may or may not be interested if you can tap into that slightly larger section, though, of people who should be interested in magic, you know, have that uh, that proclivity because they they're they're in the nerd culture, in, or in some regard, they're open to the experience. If you can reach out to them and communicate with them, uh, that is a gigantic pool of potential customers, and this kind of speaks to the SEO for them as well. As uh, if they can rank for certain search terms, that would. Allow them to reach those customers, people who maybe don't know exactly what Magic is or don't you know don't know about the latest cards or the newest sets. They're just kind of getting into it and or their kids are getting into it or something like that. Those are great customers and they require a different approach, which is one of the things that uh, game store owners can take away from this. If you wanna to talk to different customer avatars, if you want to speak to them, you have to tailor you your message appropriately marketing is the conversation that people are having when you're not around. What are you, do you, what are you doing to speak to each individual customer? Who are your customers and how can you tailor your message to be specific to the conversation that they're having in their head? With Star City, they could speak more towards parents who are getting into the game or parents whose kids are kind of getting, getting into the game, or people who are, you know, the first time that they've been exposed, maybe they've never gone to a tournament, maybe they have no intent on going to a tournament. They don't want to go to FNM. You know, it's just a, a fun thing that they, the, the kitchen table Magic player. What can you do? How can you talk to them? What can you create for them that will make them more likely to, you know, become customers for you? For local game store owners, it's there's plenty of ways that you can reach out to new customers, and you probably already do this when a when a new customer walks through your door randomly, you know, you didn't reach out to them, you know, you have no no idea who they are. The first time that you meet them, you're probably assessing where they're at. You're probably asking them, you know, wow, you know, how did you find us? Uh, what are you looking for? You know, have you, what kind of games do you like? You know, that kind of thing. You're using your conversation ability, your, your ability to connect with people to tailor what you're going to try and help them with. And if it comes around to like, well, you know, like I really like cards. I really like fantasy. You know, maybe magic is a great great option let me show you how the game works this is how it works uh you know it comes in these different packs you you explain the basics there is a massive opportunity for you to reach out to new customers to talk to people who've never been exposed to the game before and turn them into customers and then gradually work them up to you know potentially becoming invested players or something along those lines chances are we've all had the experience of of being a magic player and introducing a friend for the first time to the game and saying hey I've, I've just discovered this thing I really like this game you should try it out check it out I've got a deck I've made it for you I set you up you know we can just try it out. I'll teach you how to play and if you like it we can just have some fun and then having that friend be like oh yeah this is really good I like this a lot I check you know and then like they go they go home they uh they, they like the experience and then they go check out their local game store and they become customers and they become uh, invested players over time and it really works out in terms of building the community, and that's the natural organic growth. You can do that with your marketing message as well. For the last little bit for Star City, and, and the uh, the thing that I thought that uh, they had an opportunity for was that they had a huge amount of YouTube content. They were Star City invested very heavily in video production. They were one of the first ones to do it. But as great as having 100,000 YouTube subscribers is it doesn't really matter unless you're driving revenue from that channel. And the one thing that I noticed, at least regarding uh, a lot of the content that I saw at the time, they might've changed that in the meantime, because it's been a little while, but at the time there was no real uh, call to action in terms of, you know, bringing people back to Star City Games. It's a, it was a branding exercise, but there was an opportunity to use that as a way to drive traffic back to the site. So it would have been fairly simple to have those, uh, those feature matches, where they're covering the Star City Opens and they've got the, the top-down uh, coverage and their the commentary and all that, uh, working in more calls to action to say, hey, you know, if you really like this deck, you can check out all these cards. We've got a huge selection on Star City Games. Come on back. Click here. Here's the link. Goes directly to you know this uh, the webpage, particular video or something along those lines uh, that features the deck where they can buy those cards. Add these to your shopping cart. Like they could have worked in a lot of different ways to make it much easier for people to see a YouTube video and then come back to the site and turn into a sale. Uh, This is something that pretty much every store can take advantage of if you're going to explore the idea of uh, content or any sort of production, if you're doing Facebook Lives or anything like that. Calls to action are very important. Tell people what to do because they want to know what what the next step is. Uh, Speaking of next steps, if you haven't registered for the LGS Success Summit, and the chances are if you're here already, but if you're listening to this after the fact, go do that right now. Go to lgssuccesssummit.com and register for your free ticket. See, that's a call to action. That's what you do when you've got someone's attention, tell them what to do next. You don't have to be super pushy about it, but you know, if you're here and you like it, I think you'll like the summit, so I would love to have you there. The last step, and this is something that uh, not every game store can apply, but Star City Games has their premium subscription. So their content was so good, and they had enough people producing it on a regular basis that they could offer a subscription model they could have built a business based just off of that they didn't even have to sell cars that's just they could just be gravy they could have a completely uh subscription-based business and they would probably still do really well the there was a big opportunity for them to turn that into more of an upsell because a the subscription model the premium star city games subscription was pure value for star city and for the customer right there's no like other than the, the the price of producing the content they're they're making those articles and they're paying those writers either way whether they have one person paying for premium or if they have a hundred thousand people paying for premium right so the cost is the same every single premium subscription is just gravy more money more revenue bigger better sales the they could have done a better job and this is a part of the funnel strategy when you're doing sales online is that you you have somebody who my ideal as the marketing manager for for star city would be somebody comes to the site they find the card that they wanted they say okay i add to the cart they go through this the checkout process and then just before the checkout process there's a little button that says hey do you want to sign up for premium premium check here we'll add it to your your purchase and we'll just bill you every month for the 4.99 or 9.99 or whatever the case may be a lot of people will just say oh actually, I'm very interested in that, sure. you know, Make it as simple as possible for people to opt in and say, yeah, give me that subscription. I wasn't really initially thinking about it, but it's kind of like an impulse buy. It's a low price point, and it's just pure upsell value add for your sales, plus the fact that these, this person now becomes a much more engaged, there's a reason for them to constantly come back. They've already invested, uh, think like Amazon Prime, right? They've already invested uh, a little bit of money into this website so now there's a reason for them to say well I, i'm paying for my premium subscription i might as well go check out, check out these articles as they're reading they will, will naturally get more interested and you know they'll, they'll find new cards that they want to buy and they'll be like, yeah, hey, okay i'll buy these cards right so for star city it's a very easy easy way for them to turn uh to generate just adi- additional sales off of their already existing email uh their uh, e-commerce sales they could just add this simple upsell and the problem with that might be the fact that their website may not support something like that. That, that would actually be something of a challenge. Uh, whereas if they were using a more modern platform, it would be super easy to add something like that. But a small upsell right at the end, uh, adding premium, just pushing that a little bit harder to get more people on board would be uh, just a major revenue driver for them. And this is also something that a lot of game stores can use as well, is that the idea of the upsell, the idea of just saying, hey, you know, would you like fries with that? That is a thing that builds, that builds businesses. If you sell a little bit extra, you want to generate a little bit of revenue. I don't know. Not everyone can do a premium subscription model based on their local game store, unless you've really got some good writers or something like that. And you're, you're creating some good content. Uh, But there is opportunity for just additional sales just by asking. So that's essentially what I proposed during the interview And this, uh, I think the way that it, it played out is they, they ended up adopting a lot of those strategies anyways. Uh, if you want to actually take a look at your own stuff, and this is something that uh, you can take away as uh, any business owner can check this out, uh, you can go to SEMrush, so S-E-M-R-U-S-H.com. Uh, it's a free tool. You can sign up for free, and you can just put in your email, or not your email, you can put in your uh, website, your your business, your business business's website, and it'll break down all of the relevant metrics that you can use to understand where you are right now. It'll show you some of your organic rankings. Uh, there's a paid version of the tool that'll show you way more, but you know, just getting started, it's a really good idea to just do a basic assessment where you're at. Obviously, the uh, the next step would be Google Analytics. And if you don't have uh, Google Analytics already in started, installed on your website, it's free. Uh, you should probably go ahead and, and do that. It's not too complicated. Uh, it usually involves putting a little bit of code in the header of your site or something along those lines, or there's other ways of installing it. But having an idea as to what your traffic is looking like, like Google Analytics, it can be daunting to at the beginning, but there's relatively simple ways of just looking at uh, some easy metrics to have an understanding of where you are at. So you can look at where your traffic is coming from. It'll show you, you know, how much is coming from social media. It'll show you how much is coming from organic, how much is coming from uh, paid advertising, if you're running anything like that. It'll give you some basic breakdowns on that. It'll give you some demographic demographic data and some other fun stuff. Uh, Even if you're not an e-commerce site, even if you don't have the ability for people to purchase on your website from your store, which you should, but if you don't, it's still a really good tool because you want to rank. You want people to know who you are. And the easiest way, well, not the easiest way, one of the best ways to do that is to make sure that your, your website is prominent when people are searching for the terms that are relevant, especially for your local area. Uh, The other thing that every single game store owner should do, no matter what, even if you're not selling online, but especially if you are selling online, is you need to start building your email address. The best tools that I've used personally are MailChimp and ActiveCampaign. Uh, Both of them, well, MailChimp is free, ActiveCampaign is, um, I believe, it starts at uh, $29 a month for their their light basic plan. Uh, ActiveCampaign, I really like, they've got a little bit more sophisticated uh, tools that can help you build things. Uh, but MailChimp is perfectly serviceable. I've used I use MailChimp for like five years. Uh, it's a really good way to start building your email address or email list. The uh, the tools within those uh, services they give you uh, they have ways of setting up the opt-in form. So when building an email list, especially online, when you're not doing it manually and you're you're not writing someone's email list or email address and adding it to your list manually after the fact. Doing it online can be a little bit daunting because of the tech involved. It's not as complicated as it sounds on the outset, but the opportunity is huge. So it definitely is worth your time to try and figure it out. And both of those things will make it very easy. There's a couple other ways of doing it, depending on what uh, platform you're using on your website. Like if you've got a a Shopify site, there's probably a ton of tools within the marketplace that are totally geared towards uh, email pop-ups or something along those lines to make it a little bit more effective. Uh, if you're on WordPress and you're managing your own site, there's a huge number to like WordPress is a gigantic library of plugins to make that super simple. So there's a lot of ways that you can get a, get to it., uh, you know, if you have any questions, feel free to ask me at some point. I, I have no problem talking uh, talking shop about this kind of thing. I'd be happy to help out the but that is one of the biggest, easiest steps. and low, like I said, lowest hanging fruit, every store should do this. Start building your email address, and I'll, I'll go more in depth in that uh, in about two weeks. So, ideas to take away from this is who is your customer this is probably the first one who is your ideal customer who are you talking to and are you speaking to them directly are you using their language directly oh hello bradley from south africa if are you using their language to speak to their concerns to their desires and that sort of thing Build that into your marketing message, and your marketing message is pretty much everything. Every point of contact that you have with the customer, so every social media post, every Twitter, every Face, every uh, Facebook and Instagram post, use your customers' language. Talk to them directly. Tell them what you want them to know, um, and and ask them for feedback. Take stock of where you are now. That's another big part. Figure out what your current situation is, because there's no way to get somewhere if you don't know where you are at the moment so use those tools that i mentioned use sem rush use google analytics take a look at where your website what your web presence is look and in, go into your facebook insights uh, if you have a facebook page you can check out uh, they have some analytics tools in the back end see what your you know, like the best time to post is see when most people are online like do those things and just do just take take 30 to 60 minutes to analyze where you're at at the moment it's a really low investment in your time but it could pay off huge dividends because it'll tell you hey i didn't even realize like star city probably didn't necessarily know that their social media presence despite the size was contributing virtually nothing to their bottom line probably didn't matter at all but that's a big opportunity and there's no way to know that from the outside unless you take a look so wherever you are right now just if you got some time today just take a peek go to semrush.com put in your website and see what it spits out See what it'll tell you in terms of uh, where you're at, where you're ranking, what you can do better. Uh, because local SEO, every game store, every game store owner can improve, can do better with local SEO. You don't need to compete with Wizards. You don't need to compete with Star City in terms of you know national, uh, countrywide rankings. You want to compete for your local area, right? The majority of your customers probably live within that 10 to 50 mile radius. Those are the people you want to find you. you those people probably aren't finding you online. But especially coming up into uh, Christmas season, Q4, if you can be the number one... I got a question, I think. What was that website again? Uh, I'm going to assume you're talking about SEMrush. Let's see if I can... Done answering. How do I comment? Comment. SEMrush.com. All right, semrash.com. So I put that in the answer. Uh, and, yeah, okay, that's very interesting. It's the first uh, first question I've gotten in terms of like actually asking a question at the bottom there. Uh, yes, so what was I talking about? Oh, man, distractions. I was talking about... Oh, well, skip it. Email is obviously a powerful tool. Definitely use it. Go start, create, a, create an account in MailChimp or ActiveCampaign. Uh, start... Start with Mailchimp. It's free. Start small. Start asking for your customers' email address. Put it in a spreadsheet. Write it down by hand. If you just do that for the next 30 days and just say, "Hey, I'm going to try and get every single customer's email address. And when who comes in and makes a purchase, hey, are you on my email list? You should. Can I get your email right now? I'll just put it in. I'll, I'll send you, you know, some free promos. Or if you're even open to it, if you're willing, and people are kind of resistant give them a little value upfront. and say hey you know i'll give you a five percent discount on your purchase today if you sign up for me my email address i guarantee if you do that and you start communicating you start sending out emails on a semi-regular basis even once a week just giving them updates about what's going on in the store new products you got in that week from your orders and that sort of thing if all you're doing is that and you 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 measure how many people are coming back I guarantee you'll get more sales. You will get more people interested. You will have more repeat customers. Just by doing that, it'll cost you nothing, or it costs cost you virtually nothing. Definitely make use of the email address. If you can start getting people's emails who are bouncing onto your website from online, even better, but do it in person. Social media is a great place to create an audience, but obviously, like I said, organic reach is awful, is terrible. Originally, when Facebook uh, started out, I believe organic reach was probably like 15, 20%. Like most people, if they liked your page, there's a good chance that you post something, they'll see it. And I remember this is one of the things that I I don't like about Facebook is that uh, major companies spent millions of dollars getting likes, like buying likes, advertising to say, hey, like my page. You know, you'll see an ad on Facebook that said, you know, click here to like uh, Tide or click here to like Walmart or whatever the case is. Those companies spent crazy amounts of money, millions of dollars, just getting likes to their page only for Facebook this because Facebook said, yeah, you know, get these likes. That's how people will see you for them to then within like a year or two of of doing that to just start to ratchet down the reach so that people weren't seeing their posts anymore. Now they have to pay again to, in order to do that. So that's not the greatest business practice, but that's the platform we're playing on right now. Organic reach is almost zero. It's virtually nothing, and if you want people to see your stuff on Facebook, just put a little bit of money into it. Facebook ads are—they can be. They don't have to be intimidating. There are simple ways of setting up Facebook ads that will more than enough, or more more than return the amount of money that you spend on them. You just have to be able to capture that uh, that traffic, and this is again follows back email list. If you can get people from Facebook to get onto your email list, but once they hit your site because they like your stuff and blah, 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 then now you have control of that traffic and you can get them to come back every once in a while every time you want to send out an email broadcast. You don't have to keep paying for it. So get people on your email list. The last big takeaway is that SEO is not just for major internet retailers. Local SEO is just as important for game store owners to pay attention to. If you want people to... To find you, if you want people to know, if you want to build it and they will come, that is SEO in a nutshell. The only way to do that, well, not the only way, one of the best ways to do that is to, like I said, figure out where you're at right now and have a basic understanding of what it takes to rank in Google. You want to be on page one because uh, I can't think of the exact percentage. It's something like 80% of people will not even scroll past the first below the fold of page one. So if you're not in the top five, rankings for uh you know your city games your your local area magic or your local area warhammer or something along those lines you might as well not exist in terms of seo but there are a lot of simple tools a lot of simple techniques that you can use to make your website make sure your website shows up for the terms that you want to be relevant for your business that will drive sales drive traffic do all that good stuff uh i guess the last thing i do want to talk about is you know there there are a lot of tools. There's a lot of uh, a lot of software out there that makes it really easy for you to get your store online. And again, this is another topic that I'm going to talk about during the summit more in depth. Uh, if you aren't already, if your business isn't already online, you don't have an e-commerce platform, there's no way for people to buy directly from you on your website, whether that's curbside pickup or you're going to deliver to them or whatever the case may be, you know, with all the COVID and fun stuff going on. They, there is there's probably not been an easier time to get it done now. It's just a matter of you have to look into what platform you think works the best for you and putting in the effort and just take a little, put in a couple of hours to learn how it works, to see what you can do with it, and to get your inventory online. Because once you start doing that, then you can start competing with the major players. You can actually start generating revenue from your internet traffic. And if you combine all these things together and turn them into a, a unique combined uh, fully executed package then you know it, it's I'm not gonna promise anything I can't say what's gonna happen I don't know what how the uh how the actual execution of the whole thing rolls out but it's only opportunity for you to get more more sales more revenue more traffic more people connecting with you online it's yeah so if you want to check out a uh, options Use Shopify. Use WooCommerce if you're on uh, a WordPress site. Uh, there's Square. There's uh, there's if you're focused on uh, TCG sales, you sh- you definitely should be on TCG Player. You could make use of eBay. Uh, there's Binder POS. There's Crystal Commerce. There's Ion Retail. There are plenty of options that you should check out. Uh, definitely recommend taking a look at those and seeing what you can do to get your store online. Because the sooner the better. There's no reason to start, or there's no reason not to start now. The the stores that have done the best, like I'm sure Star City has probably weathered the last nine months reasonably well considering where they what their foundation is. The stores that have done well have survived, haven't really suffered as greatly as uh, the stores that have been relying on organized play and events are the ones who already had an e-commerce portion. They already had the ability for people to purchase on their site and they were adapting to the changes as they came. So that's... That's probably the biggest takeaway is that you have the ability to adapt, to move, to change things, and it's, it's super easy. You don't have to be intimidated. You don't need a custom site. You don't need a developer anymore. You don't even need to have, like, a professional copywriter to write your marketing. It's It can be done. It's very simple. You just have to put in a little bit of time, and you can definitely do it. So that's that's my story for the day. I'm This was an interesting experience. I'm glad. Uh, I'm, I'm impressed that so many people... I didn't expect anybody to join me live, but I really do appreciate the fact that you guys did it. Uh, if anyone has any questions, thanks, Rob. If anyone has any questions, you know, feel free to, to throw them out in the chat uh, or email me after the fact. Uh, you guys can always reach me at Tom at ManaverseSaga.com if, uh, if you have to, if you want to talk, you want to you discuss things, you want to ask me some questions, feel free to drop me an email. Uh, if you haven't signed up for the summit yet, and you're listening to this afterwards, or you're in the chat right now, definitely go do that, lgssuccesssummit.com. Other than that, I think that's going to be it for today. I'm going to close down the broadcast. I really appreciate everybody for for joining me and and spending almost a full hour with me. That's, that's fantastic. And uh, hopefully that you guys got something out of this. Thanks for watching. Oh, looking forward to the summit. Hello. Hello, Mr. Bigglestone. Welcome. All right. I will turn it off, and... Uh, yeah, hopefully i'll see everybody sometime again soon i i actually really like this maybe i'll do this uh, more often leading up to the summit and uh yeah again send me your questions if, you, if there's anything you want me to talk about or anything that you want to talk about happy to let me know i will talk to everybody soon well that's it for this episode of the manverse podcast thank you for tuning in and if you haven't yet registered for the lgs success summit there's still time Go to lgssuccesssummit.com to get your free ticket and lock in your spot today. My name is Tom Traplin, and I have been your host. It's been a pleasure, and I will talk to you again in the next episode of the Manaverse podcast.